This morning, we're closing out our series um, in Genesis and Revelation that we've been calling Alpha and Omega. Everyone say Alpha and Omega. Yes, it's been a beautiful, beautiful series where we've been opening up Scripture in the very beginning in the book of Genesis and the very end in the book of Revelation, really going after this one simple question, what does Scripture reveal to us about the character of God? Really asking like the question, who is God? Everyone say, who is God? So, so we've been asking that question. We opened up Genesis in the very beginning and Revelation, which is about the very, very end. And we're leaning into, hey, what does Scripture say to be true about God in the very beginning and the very end? Which means it's true about him all the time in between. You with me? So we've talked about some, some beautiful things about God being good and just and, and like all these fantastic things. So to finish up today, I want to talk about this God statement, God is faithful. Everyone say God is faithful. Come on, everyone say, God is faithful. Yeah, say it like you believe it. So let's go ahead and open up to Revelation 19, near the very end of the Bible. Revelation 19, starting in verse 11. I'm still getting over a little sickness, so don't make me feel awkward. I'm drinking water, okay? Just, it is what it is, like the crunchy plastic water bottle. It is what it is. Revelation 19, 11, here we go. Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. Everyone say, white horse. Okay, just get ready. I want you guys to try to actually picture this. Like, if you have a really good imagination, like, close your eyes and try to see this. I have a really bad imagination. I'm going to try with you guys, okay? So behold, a white horse, and the one sitting on it is called Faithful and True. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes are like flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and, and he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. Go ahead and bow your heads and let's pray together, friends. Shh. My friends are over here, pay attention, okay? You guys listen. Go ahead and bow your heads, let's pray. Father God, we want to know who you are more. And Holy Spirit, we need your help to be able to know who you are more. Lord, I know that for so many of us in this room, we're coming in with so many things going on, school and, and activities and family stuff and friendships and relationships, all the different things are going on. And, and Holy Spirit, we just need your help to be able to fix our eyes on you. But I know for me, I get distracted so often. I, I lose focus so often. So help me to fix my eyes on you. And I pray for my brothers and my sisters in the room this morning that you would help us to be able to know you more, to love you more, to behold you to see you as more beautiful, as more amazing, to be able to know you as a God who is faithful. So, Lord, I pray that you would help us this morning. Lord, to not be distracted, but, Lord, to focus in on you and what you want to teach us this morning. So help us, Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everyone said, amen. 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 Let me ask you guys this question. Have you ever put faith or trust in something or someone that let you down before? Yeah. Yeah, right, like, like you can maybe think about a time when it's like you were really sure like that a certain movie was going to be awesome, or like you were really sure like a certain TV show or, or something was going to be really, really great and you got there and you were like, bruh, everyone say bruh, bruh. yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, the, the, the way I've experienced like this, this idea of like trusting that something or someone will like do great and will not let me down uh, the way I see this is uh, trusting in that and then ending up disappointed is with my Dallas Cowboys. Who, who here likes the Cowboys? 
I see y'all, I see y'all. Don't boo. Don't make me kick you out. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But like, like as, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, we experienced this like last week. Right? If you, if you, who, who here likes football? Make some noise. Yeah, yeah. Right on, right on. Which, if you don't love football, you, like, you can still come to church, right? I, like, you're, you're, I know it happened on Sundays, but like, you're loved here. You have value. But uh, I'm, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. And so, like, starting off the season, we looked awesome, right? The Cowboys fans, didn't we? Like, we looked good. Like, like our defense is looking elite, and like, Dak is okay. He's, he's being Dak. But like, like, we were looking good. And then we lost last week. Are there any Arizona Cardinal fans in here? Yeah? My, really? Really? Okay. I've like never met an Arizona Cardinals fan in Colorado. Good for you, you guys won, mostly because we were terrible, but congratulations. But like, like what I experienced was like this, like this expectation that because the Cowboys are good, I should be able to trust them, right? Like, like if, something, if someone is skilled at something, you expect them to be able to do it. Or like I expect them to be reliable. Everyone say reliable. But the reality is, is like what my life has been like as a Cowboys fan since I've grown up is like you put like high expectations of like, I think we can do it this year. And then you get let down. Anyone ever been let down before? You know what I'm saying? It is, it is so easy to put our faith, our trust in something that we think is reliable and is not. Maybe it's a person. Maybe you've been, you've been wounded by, by like putting faith or trust in, in a person, in a relationship, in a friend, and like it ended up hurting you, right? And this is part of like what it is to be human. And when we talk about this idea of God being faithful, it's really important that we understand what this means. So, so go ahead, let's look at these two words that scripture uses to talk about the word faithful. The first one is the Hebrew word aman. Everyone say aman. And this word aman, it means to be, to be supportive, to be faithful, to be established or trustworthy. Everyone say trustworthy. Everyone say trustworthy. trustworthy. All right. So, so what this means is when it says that it's supportive, like think about a building, right? If, if it is not well supported, the building's going to fall over, right? Like, like we need buildings that are well supported, that are safe. That's very important. So this idea of the word aman is that someone or something that is faithful, you can, kinda, you can lean on it. You, you can trust that it's not going to let you down. The Greek word is the word pistos. Everyone say pistos. This word, very similar, means to be reliable, to be stable, to be trustworthy. And, and what we see so often in our world is that, is that the things that we often put our faith or our trust in, our confidence in, they end up letting us down because they are not these things, right? Like, like you put your faith in a football team. You put your faith in like something satisfying, a deep longing in you, like to, to be supported or to be seen as valuable or, or to be seen as loved. And then when it doesn't end up working out, it leaves us hurt. It leaves us disappointed. And the reality is that what scripture shows us is a God who is faithful. A God who is faithful and that despite humanity's sin and all the craziness that goes on in the world, he's reliable. He is, he is unmoving. He is stable and trustworthy. Everyone say trustworthy. He is stable and trustworthy. And what we see, if you open up this book, like maybe as we've gone through some of the, some of the stories in the book of Genesis. How many of you guys have ever read through the whole book of Genesis? You know, like, there is some weird stuff in this book, right? Let's be honest. Like, you open up Genesis and you're like, 
what in the world? Like, that happened? Like, God used those messy, broken people? It's like, yeah, like, there's a lot of craziness in this book. And in the midst of God being faithful and showing his love and his goodness time and time and time again, what does humanity do? They sin. They fall short. They are unfaithful to a God who is faithful to them. And the reality is, is that this is what we do, right? Like, like how many of you guys have ever sinned before? Yeah, everyone should be raising their hand. If you're not raising your hand, that means you're probably committing the sin of, of pride or arrogance, which is sin. So you just sinned. Congratulations. No, like, like the reality, like we all sin. That's what scripture tells us. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And what's crazy is even after we are Christians, even after we give our lives to Jesus and we receive the free gift of salvation, we continue to sin and fall short. Are you with me? Are you with me? And so what I want to lean into this morning is just two simple points about God's faithfulness that help us to know and trust his faithfulness and what it means for us. So number one is this, is that God's faithfulness gives us confidence. Everyone say confidence. God's faithfulness gives us confidence. Now, we can have this confidence when we look at our own lives and we're able to share testimonies. This is why in your small group, one of the questions was like, hey, share a time in your life where you've seen God be faithful. Can I, can I just share something with you guys? That, that for me, I, I've been walking with Jesus for, for a little over a decade. And in my life with Jesus, I've had seasons where it's like, like I'm right here, like literally in this room growing up in youth group where I'm like, stop clapping, it's okay. Like where I've come in to like worship and like it felt like the presence of God was right there. Like, like I can hear his voice and it just feels amazing. And I've had seasons where it feels like he's a million miles away. You guys ever had that? Where it's like, okay, like yesterday, like I was like, God, like me and God were like close. And now it's like, where you be at, Lord? You know, it's like, and, and it, through those seasons, something that has helped me stay strong in my faith to walk with Jesus is the testimonies of the people around me. It is, it is people testifying to saying, hey, hey, I have seen God be faithful in this Hey, I, I know that God is a provider because for, for my family, for my friend, like, that God did this amazing miracle so I can trust God even if I don't see it. This is why the book of Revelation says that those who, who endure till the end, they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Everyone say testimony. So that means that, that you and I, as, as the people of God, we actually have a responsibility. That, that when we're seeing God's faithfulness and goodness, we have a responsibility to worship and to praise God for and to testify so that those who are going through like, str- a struggle and suffering and temptation, we're able to say to them, hey, I know you're walking through this. Trust me, God's going to be faithful. I've seen it. Right? And so, so we're able to have confidence in when, we, when we look at our stories, but we're also able to have confidence when we open up Scripture. When we open up this book, what we see is story after story after story, truth after truth after truth of God's faithfulness to unfaithful people. Something that never ceases to amaze me is the fact that God is faithful to me despite my unfaithfulness to him. Like, when I look back on the past decade of my life when I've been following Jesus and I've wanted to give my life to him, knowing that he's worthy, knowing that he's good, do you know how many times I have sinned and fallen short? I don't know either. It's probably like a million, right? Like, like it's so many times where my pride, my selfishness, like so many things get in the way and I keep on falling short. But you know what scripture shows us? is that when we are faithless, our God is faithful. Let me say faithful. 
2 Timothy 3 says, when we are faithless, God is faithful for he cannot deny himself. So because faithful is who he is, that means there will never be a time when God is not faithful to you. Now why does, why does this give us confidence? Everyone say why. Why does, why does this give us confidence? Like, like how is this not just kind of like a nice like head knowledge of like, yeah, like God's faithful. Cool. Like, like what does it actually mean for us and how does it give us confidence? Well, friends, hear me this morning. We have confidence in the faithfulness of God because what God's faithfulness has done is make a way for him to be with us. Because God has been so faithful, his promises are trustworthy, they're reliable. You, you can lean, you can be supported by God because he's unmoving, he's a firm foundation. You know what scripture tells me about God? God promises, I will never leave you or forsake you. Have you guys heard that one? I will, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or think about maybe the book of Joshua and he says, hey, I command you, be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you. He will fight for you. Like, that's dope. Like, like, you think about Jesus, like, he's coming back on a white, on a white horse. It says that he is like, he has like a sword coming out of his mouth, and he comes to conquer, and it's like, oh, that God is fighting for me? Like, I feel safe. Like, I feel good, right? Like, and there, like, what scripture tells us is that we can have courage because God is with us. John 16, 33, when, when Jesus is about to go and give his life for you and for me on the cross, he says, in this world, you will have trouble. In this world, you will have suffering and tribulation, but take heart. Everyone say, take heart. And he says, take heart, for I have overcome the world. And friends, hear me, hear me this morning. Everyone look at me. Everyone look at me. This is, this is a really, really simple point, but when we actually believe that this is truth, it changes the way that we live. When we believe that God is faithful, that he is reliable, that he is trustworthy with everything, what that does is it gives us confidence knowing that he doesn't leave us. He doesn't abandon us. He doesn't walk out on us. He's not kind of absent and disengaged. He doesn't have like holier or like better people to be concerned with. Like he cares about you. He cares about you. And so friends, hear me. Know that God is faithful. And because our God is faithful, he is reliable. And we can see that time and time again in scripture and time and time again in our lives. Do you know how blessed we are, friends? Like you, you are sitting in church not having to be fearful of someone coming to persecute you and throw you or your family in prison because you call yourself a Christian. Because that's a reality that a lot of people live in across the world. And we are blessed that we don't have to fear that. We are blessed that we have food on the table. Like, like how many of us get spoiled and like we're so picky, like wanting like the top car, like mom and dad, like buy me some steak, right? I, I do love some steak, right? You, you raise your hand, you were like, amen. I know, I love steak. But like, like how many of us get so used to like a nice life where we forget like that to be fed and to have education and clothes on our back is a blessing that shows God's faithfulness every day. So if you're kind of having a hard time, like, well, like, where has God been faithful in my life? You have breath in your lungs, friends. You have people around you. You can come to church with friends. You, you have small group leaders who care about you, who love you. You have food on the table. So friends, hear me. Our God is faithful. And because he's faithful, you can be confident that he is with you. Look at this passage in Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23 says this. Let us hold fast. Everyone say, hold fast. Come on, everyone say, hold fast. 
Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is what? He who promised is so what, what, what the author of Hebrews is calling the people to is, hey, we can hold fast. We can cling tightly to the hope that is in Jesus Christ because he is faithful. He's the only one who won't let you down. He's the only one that doesn't change based on how he's feeling or his mood. He is stable and trustworthy. Everyone say, God is faithful. God is faithful. God's faithfulness gives us confidence. And number two is this, that God's faithfulness leads us to following him faithfully. Go ahead and look at this passage in Revelation, Revelation 17. Revelation 17, 14 says this. As, as, uh, as John is writing about kind of the end events and the battle that's going to happen between, between the beast, the enemy, and God who will be victorious, Revelation 17, 14 says, they will make war on the lamb and the lamb will conquer them. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and those with him are called chosen and faithful. Those who are with him are called and chosen and faithful. What we see in the book of Revelation is that as as John is writing these letters to these different churches, these, these churches that are receiving this letter from John are going through intense persecution and suffering tribulation. Where like being a Christ follower, it cost them a lot. Where if they said that they were believers in Jesus, they were being thrown in prison, they were being beaten and mocked and maybe killed for it. This was the world they lived in. And as as John is writing to the believers in these different churches, he's saying, hey, I know that you're going through suffering. It's actually Jesus who is saying, hey, I see your tribulation. I know that you're going through a lot. And his invitation to the church was to conquer and to be faithful. Everyone say, be faithful. His invitation was for them to be faithful. For them to be be reliable and steadfast believers who would not waver based on the circumstances of life or based on how easy life was or anything. He called them to be faithful. Now how many of you guys, if you've been following Jesus, if you are a follower of Jesus, have ever not been faithful to Jesus? Right? Like, like how many of us, time and time again, in, a, in our best attempts to be faithful, in our best attempts of like, Lord, I'm going to wake up every morning at like 6.15 and I'm going to read the Bible for 15 minutes and pray. Like, I'm going to do this. And then Monday morning comes, and how many of you all know, it's like, snooze, snooze, snooze. Like, like, it's like, oh, okay, my bad, God, I'll do it tomorrow, and I'll do it tomorrow. And, like, and we, like, we say these promises to God, like, Lord, I will be faithful to you. And we fall short. So why would God call us to be faithful if he knows that we fall short, right? Like why does God call us to be faithful when like we have no ability in ourselves to be faithful? Because God's invitation is for us to depend on him. God's invitation for us is to depend on him. And friends, hear me. This morning, everyone look at me, everyone look at me. My heart for you, and more importantly, God's heart for you, is that you would walk with him faithfully. That you would have beautiful, close relationship with him. That you would know how loved you are by God. How loved you are by him. 
God's heart for you. That you would know what it means that you are forgiven in Christ. That you have been adopted into his family. And friends, when we open up scripture, what we see is a God who steps into humans' brokenness, knowing that humanity cannot be faithful. Everyone look at me. Everyone look at me. Everybody look at me. Nani, can you help my friends over here pay attention? My friends over here. Hey, guys, I need you to listen. Listen, pay attention, right? What we see in Scripture is that despite humanity's unfaithfulness, God shows himself faithful time and time again. This is what I want us to do this morning. I want us to simply to come to Jesus. I want us to simply to come to Jesus, knowing that we're broken, knowing that we are unfaithful. And to come to him saying, Lord, I need you. God, God, I need you. Because by myself, by my, even my best efforts to be disciplined and, and to walk with you faithfully, I fall short. But friends, the reason why our God reveals his faithfulness time and time and time again is to show, hey, even when you fall short, I'm still here with you. Even when you struggle with sin, I'm still here with you. I never leave you. I never forsake you. I've chosen you. I've called you. I want a relationship with you. I want a relationship And friends, it's so easy just to forget God's faithfulness. And even sometimes we hear so much about all these things we have to do for God just to try to get him to like us. And friends, that is not our faith. That is not the gospel. But the gospel is good news about a God who says, hey, I know, I know that you struggle. I know that you fall short. And he moves towards us and says, hey, I'm still here with you. Hey, I know you're struggling. I will help you walk with me. Just lean on me. Trust me. So can we do this together? Can you, can you come join me here at the front? I want us to get down on our knees. Stay nice and quiet. <clears throat> We're going to sing this song about the faithfulness of God and remembering his goodness and faithfulness. And we see over and over and over again in scripture, God's command to his people simply to look back and to remember. To remember the miracles he's done. That's why we worship. That's why we sing. That's why we gather together. It's because you and I, we, we, we so often forget, wow, God has been faithful. Man, this is good news, that he is faithful, he is reliable, despite my sin. And when we come together, when we sing, when we worship, what we do is, is we call ourselves into remembrance of the goodness of God. So go ahead and just bow your heads with me. And if you want to remember and to truly know and believe in God's faithfulness, or if you're in this room and you're Maybe open to acknowledging, like, yeah, Lord, I, I have been unfaithful. I haven't loved you with my whole heart, but I want to. I need your help. Would you just pray this simple prayer with me? Would you just pray, Father, thank you that you forgive me, that you have loved me 
pursued me and adopted me into your family by the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would help me. Help me to believe that you are faithful. Help me to trust you and to rely on you. I need you. Let's worship together, friends. Let's go and stay on our knees and let's sing this song together in worship.